0: Hey there, thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side, or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Tony Lewis is a certified master teacher through the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development as well as a paranormal investigator. With countless investigations under her belt, she has recently completed co-teaching an eight-week course on paranormal investigations with world-renowned psychic medium Lisa Williams. Tawny was featured as a co-host for the OC Legends livestream Cursed Horror Films. She will also be teaching a course Beyond the Veil Paranormal 101 at Lilydale Assembly in New York later this summer. On top of her paranormal investigating expertise, Tawny is also a certified psychic medium, spiritual advisor, and Reiki master. She currently resides in Hollywood, California, and you can follow her on her Instagram and TikTok at Intuitive Tawny. welcome to the Something Super Spiritual Podcast. I am so happy to have you here.
1: I'm very happy to be here. I've been looking forward to chatting with you. Thank you for having me.
0: So let's start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about your early days. What was it like to be Tawny as a little girl?
1: Ooh.
0: How did how did you come into your spiritual gifts? How did you know that something different was happening, that there was a, a another world around us, within us? Tell me about that.
1: It's funny, it was not even a part like of my mindset whatsoever until later. So when I was like between the ages of seven and 10, I actually saw Auras at the time. I didn't even know what that meant. I thought that everyone could see colors around people and I could see it like physically. I saw colors. Like I'd be like, Oh, you're purple with your oh, cool, physical eyes. Oh yeah. I like, I were, like bright and I would just see it. And m- me and my siblings, we would play with that. Like we would have fun. I'd be like "Stand against the wall. Okay. Okay. Right now you're purple. Okay, cool. Now you're yellow. And I it took me 20 plus years to say, Oh, I was seeing horrors. I had no idea. Um, as I got a little older, it kind of, that aspect went away. But then I saw a spirit when I was 10, I saw a lady, a girl, I think it was a girl uh, standing over my sister at like 1 a.m. And I was like, mm, no, I'm not seeing that. Put the cover back over my head. Right. Looked in, she was still there. So to that, that's how I knew it was real. I was like, okay, she's still there. Let me do it one more time. <laughs> and I looked again still there I think she noticed me and she started to fade away so that was the first time I actually saw spirit and then maybe a year later um I walked into the bathroom to wash my hands and I saw something in the corner by the bathtub and this was glowing like all white maybe that was a guide you know now that I'm older I'm like "Hmm, what was that and then I ran out Mm -hmm. and so um I want to I started to pray about it because it scared me because I was able to see things with, like, you know, right. my eyes. I don't like this. This is weird. Get it away from me. And it went away. It went away for 20 plus years. Wow. And I didn't think about it again. I forgot all about it. And it's pretty cool, kind of remembering all that. And on top of that, I think the house might have been haunted. Did, didn't pick that up, but I'm like, wait, why was I seeing so what? <laughs> right. So. Yeah. So that's kind of what happened. I just, it went away. And, you know, after the age of 11 or 12, and I just, I never even thought about it again until um, my mid, early mid thirties.
0: And that's when the mediumship started to take form for you.
1: Yes. the So the paranormal investigating aspect actually came first okay very very interested in that you know got we used to watch ghost adventures all the time yep. um, love to do tours because i did a job where a corporate job where i traveled all the time yeah and so i'd be like oh i'm in texas i'm gonna do an investigation oh i'm in virginia and i would always just um go on these tours with these professional investigators and i never understood what drew me to it it was it was weird like it was just it was my family's like why do you like that stuff i'm like i have no idea mm-hmm. and so i um went so around this was probably about 3 or 4 years ago i went to new orleans and did an investigation and that was the first time where i said okay maybe i don't know like maybe there's something there because they said oh this room is haunted by an old nun she's in her she looks in her to be in her 80s and she's this and they were describing her and i was sitting there and i was like mm, not feeling a nun. Nope. Don't feel that. I actually feel like there's a woman in here who's about 25, 26. She has brown hair. She's saying she's a nurse. Like that was the first time I was getting all this information. I was like, awesome. and then late, uh, maybe like an hour or so later, they did a spirit box session and in the, sorry, in the next room. And they came and told us, Oh my God, you guys, we got the best evidence. This woman came on the speaker. She said she was a nurse. She died here when she was 25. She, and I was like, there you <laughs> go. Like, it was like, mm, mm, what do you mean? And so that was the year where I said, this was 2008, no, sorry, 18. I said, okay, there might be something there. And I started to take classes, kind of like, hmm, thinking maybe I was just intuitive. Mm-hmm. And I had two different teachers say, mm, no, you're, I think you're a medium. I was like, no, I'm not, nope, nope, don't know what you're talking about. And then <laughs> another one was like, I think you're, nope, no, I'm not. I kept denying it. I was like, I'm just an intuitive. they like, no you're a medium (laughs) finally so i started developing on that and so it's been it's I've been recently studying this within the last four to five years studying um, psychic and mediumship. It's fairly, I would say it's fairly new um, because the the paranormal aspect came maybe 10 years earlier. And so that's why I always tell people, I consider myself a paranormal investigator first Mm -hmm. and then a psychic second, because I like to go in there and use the tools and figure out what's going on without really tapping in until I really, really need to.
0: Right. Okay. Let's talk then a little bit more about your paranormal adventures mm-hmm. so so when you did start this you know 10 years ago after watching ghost adventures did you expect like i would think that you would have probably expected what we see on tv with with zach and and the goat the taps mm-hmm. ghost hunter team and you know did you expect that and were you how, what was it like were you let down were you disappointed like wait a minute I'm, this isn't like like it is on tv or is it like it's on tv
1: it's a mixture because it can be absolutely. So the TV version, God, an investigation can go anywhere from seven to twelve hours. It just depends on how large the place is. Whereas the TV show is like 45 minutes, all this happened. No. You could be sitting there for an hour or two and not get any evidence. So that's one thing someone has to know before going into an investigation. But no, I um when I first started. As I said, I did the tours, but then there was a particular tour here in Los Angeles that I did so much with my friends that the founder actually said, why don't you just join my team? And I was like, oh, sweet. Okay, cool. So I joined that team. It was great. excellent. Um, and it was the reason I'm pausing because the way I approach investigations is I always set an intention I have a different way of investigating. I genuinely love, I'm, I love learning about history. I love learning about the locations. Mm-hmm. I love old buildings. Mm-hmm. I love old Hollywood, mm-hmm. the people who used to live there and their stories. Yes. So I go into it, as I always say, hey, I'm just nosy. I want to know what's going on. Whereas there's a the majority of investigators that love that darker aspect. They love to hear about the Dark, the evil, the whatever, and I, to be honest, that kind of scares me. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, eventually, I I will encounter it. Have I encountered it so far? No, because I've always set my intention for the positive. Um, the I want to say the darkest or the the most ghost adventure esque you know mm-hmm. experience I've had. Was at a place uh, about two years ago where there was a guest that was taunting the spirits. He was taunting and making fun of them, and they pushed him. He got pushed, and he had a scratch against his stomach. And that was probably the closest where I. But I I needed to see that happen because it was a good example of setting your intention and wired. And he was there to be a jerk. He was there to push them, and sure enough, he got attacked. I I I have never been scratched. Right. I've never been. Uh, pushed. I've never been sick where people are like, Oh, I'm still so sick. It's, it's because I always kind of create that barrier. You have, so parameters. I have to, Yeah. And so that's why when you asked that question, I was like, Ooh, like it can be, you know, it can be like ghost adventures, mm-hmm. but it's about what, what are you looking for as an, as an investigator? What is kind of your goal? And, and for people that want to go into that, it's worked for me for years, like what my goal is, what my intention is and why I'm there. So
0: sure. So um in any of your experiences uh have you watched kindred spirits
1: i've heard of it i've seen like like parts but i haven't watched like a full show
0: so you know so they go in with the intention of discovering who's there and why they're there mm. in with the with the intention of you know telling their story you know that it's not always um some an angry spirit or somebody who's there to intentionally you know wreak havoc on the house or the people inside and their stories come out they tell the stories and almost every time they leave leaving the spirits at peace there's much less activity after they leave because they were able to tell their story so my question to you is: When you do these investigations, are you able to sense stories like that—that that, that where somebody just wants their story told, where they just want to be seen?
1: Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a few I've encountered that that does come up. Um, there, like there was a theater we did here in Los Angeles a few years ago, where again they were the intention from the owners. They were so focused on what happened in that theater. Where about. 25, 30 years ago, someone was murdered there. And while there, it was like, you know what, there's like a lot of other things here. The cedar has been here for a long time. And I remember we picked up a young woman who I'm remembering clearly, I want to say she was air 1930s, 1940s, the air, just how she was dressed. And you could tell she just wanted someone to hear her story and you know she wanted to tell about how she was and how she passed and what i if i remember correctly i believe she was hit by a car in front of the theater back in the 40s and 50s whatever that was and she even one of my male investigators she kind of was flirting with him you know so we got a little bit of her personality and he actually that was fun because he's a skeptic and he felt her kind of touch his leg he was like whoa whoa oh yeah wow. <laughs> And he's like, I don't know what to believe because I'm already freaked out. So that to me, she was a really good example of just learning that history, knowing more about the location, not focusing so much on what the owners or what the media is trying to sell to you. They were trying to tell us about this murder that happened, which we investigated it and we got some evidence, but there was so much more there. And sure. so, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's, um, encou- um, encountering other spirits and just kind of hearing about them and seeing what hearing, hearing their lives. It's very, very interesting. It's in a way it's very beautiful too. And that's mainly why I do the work and why I always try to stay positive about being an investigator because people you hear they hear that and they're automatically like oh you're weird oh you do dark stuff oh you do evil and i'm like actually i i don't um that Mm -hmm. scares me i you know (laughs) so don't assume please don't assume (laughs) yeah
0: so you said that you are a paranormal investigator first and a psychic medium medium second while you're doing these uh investigations do your um teammates come to you for mediumship Like, do 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 they ask you if you're picking anybody up? Do you sense? Do they? Are you? Does that come into your expression at all?
1: Yeah. and so right now, like the team that I kind of work with there, um, I welcomed another medium. I love working with other mediums, you know, because there just there have been some where there's across the United States where there's all ego and they don't want to work with other people. I'm like, no, please. I want another medium to make sure I'm not going crazy. You know, <laughs> so right now I have a medium on a team that we work together where it's like, hey, um, this I usually don't say what I'm getting. I'm like, I'm just curious, kind of what do you. Feeling, and then mm-hmm. she'll kind of go a little bit. I'm like, okay, perfect. We're on the same wavelength. Or we can be completely different because you can go to a property, and different mediums can pick up different errors. So I might be like, oh, there's a man here from the 1970s. She's like, I got the man from 1920s. I'm like, that's cool. Nobody's wrong. You know, we're really? not here to down anyone. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah. So they sometimes they'll come to me. Uh, sometimes they want to see kind of like what my tools are picking up. A perfect example a few years ago where we were investigating a space um, in like Arrowhead and it's known to be haunted by a little boy. It's known that space and nothing was happening. We weren't getting anything on the gadgets. We weren't picking anything up on the, the voice recorder. And we were like, okay, what's going on? And immediately that's when the mediumship kicked in. He's not in here. And I was like, okay, you guys, he's not in here. Um, Let's find out where he is, shall we? And I was like, where is he? And then I heard room one, which was actually near us. And I was like, okay, to explain, that place was like a hotel so people could stay there. Got it. And so there were ladies in my group. And I said, you guys, could you open the door? Do you mind opening the door to your your room? And they were like, oh, absolutely. Open the door. They happened to have their own gadgets in there. Everything was lit up. Everything was going on. And they were like, oh, my God. And I was like, I said they said he was in there and they were like, oh my God, we brought our own gadgets and toys and blah blah blah. And I was like, also he's saying you brought some candy. Did you buy him See, oh my God, we did. Hey, it's over there. We bought, you know, whatever. So that was a good example of there. Cause they were like one how did you, (laughs) I was like, well, I tapped into the mediumship later. I didn't want to go into it, like immediately where you watch those TV shows. They're like, I feel like there's something here. It's like, I don't need to do that. Like that's not not my focus immediately. So um, tapping into it, kind of getting, so as you can see, mixing in the gadgets and then the mediumship it makes for a great experience um and, and yeah validating and just like okay i validated that that's what i heard he was in that room this is what's going on yeah. and um it was it was really interesting it was really fun and then we were i was able to kind of draw him out of the room He you come back into this main room where you usually are and so they can kind of see what just proving your, your existence more. Oh, and sure completely. enough the the gadgets did start to go off in the other room. So that's that was like a perfect example of why I do this work. It was very, very interesting.
0: So why do you think that boy is still hanging around there?
1: Ooh, that property. Um, if I remember correctly, it's been a minute. I want to say his, ooh, his mother was, a, a a. it was a, what do you call it? A pro, the prostitution, um,
0: Okay, so she was a madam.
1: Thank you. And I couldn't think of a word. And I (laughs) believe she was killed up there. It's been a minute since I've been up there. That place, that property is awesome. If you ever come down to LA, we should totally go. Um, And I think she was killed. And so they kind of just hang out there. Or maybe, maybe he does not know where she is. There could be a different space of time I I don't know you know it's because I felt like she definitely was there but maybe he doesn't know that no idea but that property is infiltrated oh my god with so much so many lost souls walking around and people stay you can stay there you can book it um it's pretty cool (laughs) did you stay there Unfortunately, I had to. I rolled my eyes because I did not want to, but we had to.
0: (laughs) And and how did you feel about it? After all that experience, how did you sleep? I mean, like, were you sleeping with one eye open? I mean...
1: (laughs) Well, one reason why I said, okay, okay, fine. I'll do it. Is there was another woman in the room with me. Cause it was like a two, two bed in the room or something. So I was, okay, cool. However, now when I do my investigations, if I have to stay in a place for a longer period of time, I have this ritual, which other people can use where I actually will communicate with the spirits. And I, I very honest, I'm like, I'm staying here overnight. Um, I'm only here till, 10 a, whatever, 10 a.m., mm-hmm. I ask you to respect my space. I'll respect yours. I will keep the area clean. Literally, I'm communicating with. I've done this a few times. Mm-hmm. And they stay out of my space. And we actually had a room where the main, like the head madam, uh, oh, what was that room called? They, they all have names. And I there was a room I was in. And I said, I'm, she said, keep it clean. I so said I would keep it clean. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> like, don't break anything. I will not break anything. All I ask is that you give us our space because I scare easily, and she did. And that's yeah. happened about three other times. Um, when I went to Lilydale uh, last month, same thing. The house was infiltrated, and I was like, "No, like, stay in my room, leave me alone." And they did. You know, they kind of kept their space. So I would recommend that to anybody who would be. They have to stay in a space where they feel like the energy is off or something's off. Just intuitively communicate mm-hmm. and I can guarantee
0: you would be fine oh that's awesome
1: mm-hmm. so has there
0: ever been a time then during these investigations where you've been like truly truly scared like like you y- like chili bumps your fight or flight is ready to like you're ready to run is there have there ever been experiences like that
1: Yes, Um, we had to do a I was on another team and we had to travel to Montana to do a Montana state prison. And that place was huge. We actually needed more time. We should have had two to three days. We only had one to investigate. And myself and another investigator were sent to the I wish I could show you. There's a tower that about 70, 80 years ago, there was a riot at the prison. And in order to stop the riot, they had to shoot a missile or a cannon, something like a, kind of like a bomb to get them to, unfortunately, they had to do that to get, because the, the pri, uh, prisoners were going crazy. So they shot something up there to end it, and it worked. But because of that, there were casualties, clearly. Sure. Mm-hmm. And we had to go up there. It was just me and another woman, and she filmed it, actually. I have to look at that footage. But I was okay, level one. We were fine. And she asked me on camera. Level two, I was like, um, do we have to go up there? She's like, we have to go up there. And she, oh I was very proud of her because she was like, We're gonna do this. I was like, I'm not doing this. Oh and then we get up to level three. And mind you, there's nothing up there. It's completely empty. It's been there for a million years. You know, it's a very old prison. Nothing up there. And I was like, we need to leave. We need to leave. We need to leave. I wanna go. She's like, hold my hand. I was like, because I never get scared. And right. she's like, I'm you're scaring me. I was like, there's inmates all around us and I am uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to keep my normal boundaries and I feel like I can't it was it was almost like it was getting shaky and I was Mm -hmm. like nope 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 I was like we gotta go nope we're we're out and we went out (laughs) I just I haven't talked about that in a few years I'm like oh my god I forgot about that and I was like, please don't ever. She was like, I know we had to, and you were with me and we're okay. I was like, I know it's just, I'm not used to, as an investigator, I tend to not put myself in, in situations like that. Sure. I always got very good boundaries. And I said, that's the first time that it felt like my, I was pushed, my boundaries were pushed and I was very uncomfortable. But now I know <laughs> in the future, what, how to handle that because mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared. We were just doing a tour. We were like, okay, la la la, let's do our tour. And I was like, and I didn't prepare myself. So I'd say that one was pretty, pretty intense, highly intense. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Um oh that is intense. That's that's yeah. very cool. So very okay. you mentioned Lily Dale. So this is a perfect time for us to segue into what you're doing today. Um you're teaching You've come so far in the last three years and I'm Mm -hmm. so proud of you. And I love watching you just continue to move forward and expand and grow. It's awesome. So yay for that. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm your cheerleader over here. Um, So tell us about then um, Lilydale and what Lilydale is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Lilydale, please, please look it up. It is a beautiful Hamlet community in, um, upstate New York. So very close to Buffalo, I want to say exactly 60 miles out of Buffalo, New York. And it's, I want to say the houses were built anywhere between 1850 to 1920. Um, That's kind of the span. It could be further, I'm not sure. But in order to live in Lilydale, you have to be a registered medium. And it's always been that way. It's been that way since you, you go into their assembly hall and there's photos all over the walls of past mediums, um, spiritualists, speakers, psychics. It's it's incredible because we're just so here in the now that we don't realize that what we're doing (laughs) has gone back way before then, way before 1850, you know, but it's like seeing these people just like, Oh, wow. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is what they did in the 1800s or whatever. So um, it's so basically Lilydale is open year round, but it's peak season is between late June to I want to say early September where there's so many tourists. There's so many visitors. Um, they can come and get spirit messages from psychic mediums. They can get readings. They can go attend all the services. They can take classes. There are lots and lots of classes that are held there. Um, it's just a lovely community that I would highly recommend for any spiritualist to please, please visit. And so um, I have been um, asked to teach a class there. So that class is on August 20th of this year. It is paranormal investigating. So beyond the Paranormal Investigating 101. Excellent. It's an all day, yeah, all day class from 9 30 a.m. to 4 30 p.m. And then later that night, I will be holding an actual paranormal investigation where I'll be taking the registered guests to, we're still trying to figure it out, but to a uh, haunted part of the property, which I'll be honest, I feel like a lot of places in Lilydale are haunted. It's beautiful because mm-hmm. they're like beautiful Victorian dollhouses. And so I have to figure out like, okay, what, you know, will be cool to take them into. And so, yeah, that's all happening. I'm so, so excited. I'm so honored. Um, I know it's probably super hard to get a teaching gig in Lilydale, and um, yeah, I'm there. So I'm super excited about that.
0: That's fabulous. I mean, that is, that is fabulous. I'm so happy for you while you're in lilydale so speaking of haunted if if lilydale is a town of spiritualists and mediums mm-hmm. does that energy differ from say going to uh the hotel with the madam that you felt or the the um the prison that you were at i mean it, how different does that feel i would think I haven't been there, but I would think that it would be a little bit of a higher vibe, a higher energy, a
1: mm-hmm.
0: ha- happier or more loving feeling than,
1: yeah. say, the you are So <laughs> no, you are absolutely right. Whereas I say, oh, it's haunted there, but it all felt nothing but love and light in Lilydale. I want to make that very clear. Um, I've always been curious as to what other spiritualists feel when they visit um, Lilydale because there's an inspiration stump that you can walk to, and it's a stump that's been there for long, long time. And that's where the mediums give their messages. The tree stones. Yes. Yeah. yeah, It's very high vibe. And when I walk that path, I actually see uh, spirit guides more clearly there. I can see, I see them already in my clairvoyance, but I can actually see them and I was like, Okay, that's cool. So every time a spiritualist goes, I'm like, "What was your experience? Please tell me what you saw." And so another friend, she sees fairies there. You know, she's like, "I can see fair." You know, they, different things. Yep. Um, but no. Um, so yes, the the vibe is higher. The I stayed in the guest house there last month. A beautiful cute Victorian house from I want to say 1890. And when I arrived, I saw spirits there welcoming me and women. Come in, come in, come in. I was oh, like, Oh, that's awesome. Say, I was like, but, but see, I was still like, okay, I have to sleep in that same house. <laughs> I was like, but they were welcoming. And I did the thing I said to you earlier where, you know, I got in, I got comfortable and intuitively I said, I scare easily. Yes, I'm an investigator, but I scare easily. Um, do me a favor and give me my space. You know, I'd appreciate it if you didn't enter in here. And they didn't. You know, I was in the, one of the master bedrooms, which I'm sure has been lived in for a very, very long time. And right. I was very, very comfortable, very comfortable. And usually I can pick up if energy enters a room and I didn't feel that. They completely respected my space. And so, yes, you know, there, there's the, the high vibe that One people, one thing people have to realize when it comes to investigations is you have to communicate with the spirits like they are a person because guess what they were they They were they walked Mm -hmm. the earth they were here they you you know you're not like oh it's an evil person they might have been you know they might have been a a mentally dark person but Mm -hmm. you could still talk to them you still Mm -hmm. say stay out my space or hello or why are you here whatever that may be and so um, I I do that when I go to places like that so.
0: Well, that's a really good point. You know, I think a lot of people do forget that they were people, and they still yeah. are people. They're just exactly. they're just on the other side. You know, exactly. Um, yeah. the The um, I wanted to ask you too regarding Lilydale, with that vibe being so much higher there. You've got mm-hmm. so many mediums. You've got uh, messages going all day, all over the place. Mm-hmm. While you're there, are you able to sense that it's a little bit different for you to connect and deliver? Uh, And I ask, because having been to Arthur Finley in England, Mm -hmm. that place is lit up like a divine Christmas tree. And when we go there with that pure intention from everybody for decades long, that this is where we go to learn. We we learn to hone in on our own spiritual sites and hearing and gifts and all that, it, there is a little bit easier sense. Like, it just like, it just like happens, you know? Yeah. So I'm just yeah. wondering like how you feel like, what's it like in Lilydale as you're delivering readings or, or messages or even investigating.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's easier. Cause last summer I went as well and I was required to, I had to give messages like at the stump to the audience there. And I shocked myself You know, how clear, because I'm trained in platform, but that's not what I do. You know, however, when I did that, I was like, wow, you know, like the energy was different. It was clear. It came out. It was free flowing. It was evidential. Mm -hmm. It's easier there. Like, you you know, the energy is just, it's, it's quite intense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so Yeah. So I would say that being there, you and also it's humbling. It's very humbling to be at a place like Lilydale. You know, I don't walk around and I hope others don't walk around like I am almighty powerful psychic medium. You know, that's Mm -hmm. not it. That's it, it. For me, it's a complete opposite. It's like, wow, I'm very honored. That's how Completely. I feel. Like oh. I feel like I'm connecting. Yeah. With their, the ancestors there, the energy there, the people that walk the grounds. I'm like, wow, I'm honored to actually have been able to give messages or I'm honored to ha- be able to teach there or to even be in this space. I really am. And so it's a humbling experience And I hope I'm, I'm actually curious. I won't say I hope, but I'm curious if other spirituals feel that when they walk the grounds at Lily Dale or even Arthur Finley.
0: So tell us what else you're doing. I see you on TikTok. I love your TikToks. They are entertaining. They are educational. They are super fun. So talk to us more about that.
1: Yeah, so last year... I completed a uh, master teacher program under the Lisa Williams School. So I'm a certified master teacher. And so now I've been trying to teach. I've been teaching a lot. I've been mentoring as well. It's been fantastic. Um, I, In addition to Lilydale and teaching then, I'm also going to be doing like weekend workshops in regards to paranormal investigating and using your psychic mediumship aspect to that. Awesome. Um, and yeah, I've been putting myself out there a lot more when it comes to TikTok. I was totally against it i was like i'm not doing that that's totally weird but i was like you know what why not like i'm i'm passionate about this project i'm pro i'm passionate about this work and the projects i do but i also am silly and i love to have fun so you go to my TikTok. it's a mixture of history, because I love history. I love mm-hmm. old Hollywood. Um, and then it's also some um, silly things, crazy things. I do silly stuff every so often. And mm-hmm. then it's also a few uh, clips and excerpts from my investigations or some photos I've taken. So I try to mix it up as often as possible. I don't try to keep it one note. I don't try to focus so much on the dark. I just like to keep it lighthearted. So yeah, if you go to my TikTok, please follow me um, and just check out some of my videos. And I usually will post the same videos on my Instagram. And my Instagram is the same. It's at intuitive tony
0: at intuitive tony yeah. mm-hmm. for both for instagram and tiktok okay
1: yeah.
0: so your workshops that you're doing um teaching in, in investigators the the psychic mediums are you are those in person in la or are those on zoom online
1: okay so the workshops are going to be planning um so the lilydale class that's going to be in person on august 20th the other workshops that i am working on and will be scheduling those will be online via zoom
0: Excellent. So anybody can go.
1: Anybody can go. I don't care where you are. Please join.
0: <laughs> is is the, uh, being a sensitive uh, a
1: prerequisite? I would say it's not. We're um, geared towards fully being um, a psychic medium. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, because to be honest, I feel like everybody's intuitive and I love working with people that have no idea how to work their, you know, uh, intuition and to be able to play with that in class and breakout sessions or helping them. It's great. So, no, it is definitely not a prerequisite.
0: Awesome. Yeah, it's really exciting to watch somebody come into those. Yes, those senses. It's Mm -hmm. it's because it's it's a little bit different for all of us. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just a little bit different for all of us. You know, like you saw with your physical eyes, you saw auras and and a spirit. And I haven't seen that. You know, I saw an aura with my physical eyes three times, Um, but it's not like I, I don't I don't know why that like popped in. I don't know if it, I was happened to be more open in that moment. I've tried and tried ever since, so I don't know how that worked. Maybe it's just unplugged in my head, <laughs> but. Um, It's just fascinating to watch everybody to come into their own, you know, and and start to really understand that this other world, this it's, we are in it, you know, we are in it. I once heard uh, a teacher, uh, somebody asked a teacher, where is heaven? Where is the other side? And she says, it's as close as you putting your hand out in front of you. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, and, and it's true. Uh, Lisa Williams talks about how um, there are spirits everywhere we go, because everywhere, everywhere. because there's, you know, uh, Mavis Patilla talks about, uh, you know, people come back to the places that they love to be.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, There was an experience with, um, you know, somebody thought their kitchen was haunted because their drawers would open up and Mavis went to check it out and it was It was nothing but the lady who lived there, you know, decades ago. She just loved her kitchen. So she would come in and do her thing. And the drawers would open up, you know, like Mm -hmm. she was making tea. So, yeah, it's everywhere around us. And I love that you are getting out there and finding this scientific proof with, you know, with using your psychic medium hat as well. I just I love that. And I can't wait to do it with you
1: it's fun. I cannot wait. I'm like, please come out here. It's, it's fun, you know, because as I said earlier, I don't, I don't want to focus on the darker, weird aspect of it. You know, I love history. I love learning about their, their lives and what their dreams were, what their goals were, what, you know, what were their heartaches with, and I get that, you know, during some investigations, you know, just communicating and making them feel heard Mm -hmm. and, but also making sure they stay there, Mm-hmm. Uh, not like, Oh, I found a friend. I'm like, no, you know, it was like, we're just here. This is our intention. This is why we're here. We're going to be leaving. You stay here. And it's always worked very, very well. So yeah. yes, I cannot wait for you to come here and do the best. Or I go up there. So,
0: <laughs> well, there's lots going on in San Francisco. Let's be clear. <laughs> there's yeah. lots going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who inspires you?
1: There's a lot of people in all areas, like all the TV, film, books, literary, spirituality, all types of people inspire me. Um, the one that comes up immediately is Lisa Williams. She is someone who I recently started working with her. Like I didn't, it wasn't like I've been with her for years, you know, this is someone that I almost like spirit made me. Uh, they were like, okay, it's time, go. And I was like, wait, what? Yes. Well, why am I in this class? What is happening? You know, and this was within the last two years, you know, and I was remember watching her class and I was like, wow everything she's telling me or teaching us it's actually working i have to know more i have to learn more but during that time of identifying how talented she was i also felt like there was another path i was supposed to take because what a lot of people don't understand is that in my corporate i'm a i'm a leader i'm a manager i've always done like director positions manager positions so i naturally am a teacher a trainer a coach that's what i've always done and all of a sudden it was like okay take those skills and apply it to spirituality i was like how the what how do i do that and i was pushed into taking that uh, master teacher course and guided to it and it intertwined with lisa as well and so i took that that class was nine months it was um, eight, eight months online and then one month in person and i learned not so much about just teaching i learned about me and how i work and how i work with other people and how i can develop other people and also my faults and my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And so she's i always mention her as someone i look up to because she's such a positive uplifting non-judgmental person. And one thing i love about her is that she is she doesn't compete with anyone. She doesn't compete with her students, she doesn't compete with her friends. She's just who she is and she genuinely wants to see you succeed. Completely. And that's what I always tell people. I always speak very, very highly and I have so much respect for that. Me
0: too. Totally. So Mm
1: -hmm. she's the number one. And the next is totally random, but I was going to say RuPaul. All right. (laughs) It's so so random. That's why I said this kind of goes into all aspects of the life, but RuPaul, you know, I think he's a brilliant businessman. I think he's Excellent communicator, just kind of watching, and it's not just his show. It's just different things I've seen over the last twenty plus years. Excellent yes. communicator. I think he's fun. Um, I think he's open minded. I've seen him get readings from psychic mediums, you know. Yes. and he's just I I just love his energy and his aura. And so he he's one. And then let's see who else. Um, I'm gonna I probably the last one. Um, I'm gonna say Oprah Winfrey. Surprisingly, I'm not a huge fan of Oprah's show. I like I liked her show. But what it was is I respected her. So I would see her as a person and in the media and her communication and how she carried herself and how she. I loved how she always remained neutral when it came to different politics or things that people, she, she always remained neutral to not create any controversy or any issues. And so I've noticed those things and, you know, people are like, they're like, oh, I love the Oprah show. And I'm just like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but I really think yeah. she's amazing. I really think she's amazing. So those are the three that come at the top of my head. Um, mm-hmm. I know there's more, but yeah, those are, I would say the three people that inspire me.
0: That is Beautiful. So is there anything that you would like to leave everybody with? Do you have anything you'd like to impart?
1: I would just say be open-minded, especially when it comes to spirituality. And this is even if you're, even if you already do this work, be open-minded because there are so many aspects to spirituality. There's so many. And to give you an example, you know, there's someone that might say, oh, I'm a psychic medium. I hate tarot or I hate, it's like, that's fine, you know, but be open-minded, you know, because everyone else, everyone has their own set of gifts that were bestowed upon them here. Um, Be open-minded, especially in paranormal investigating is one of them, you know, so don't feel or automatically assume that it is dark or that it's negative because it really Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be. It's about being positive, setting your intention. And then the very last thing is for those that do this work, the spirituality, I want to just say it's so imperative To be humble, please be humble, and I say that many times because there's a lot of people that I don't know. They take this for granted, or they, you know, there's ego with the work, and I don't feel like it needs to be. Just be humble and be grateful and be thankful for the gifts and use it for good.
0: Absolutely beautiful. You are amazing, Tani. I'm so happy to have had you here today. Thank you so much for being with me on Super Something, <laughs> something super spiritual. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but yeah, thank you so much for being here. Oh my god, this has been so much fun, everybody. If you are have an interest in the paranormal, if you want to get to know a little bit more about it, check Tawny out at Intuitive Tawny on Instagram, Intuitive Tawny on TikTok. Take a look at her class coming up in august at lilydale if you're on the east coast i hear it's what it's like a six-hour drive from new york city
1: um yeah yeah it's about that yeah mm-hmm.
0: so um yeah take a look at her stuff she's got some really good stuff to share with you guys thank you tawny no
1: thank you it was amazing i really appreciate you inviting me thank you thank you i love you, <laughs> I love you too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you again for listening to the something super spiritual podcast If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste.